Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, friend, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's Ask Steve and Larson time. That's right. We get all of your questions from the Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. Or if you're a YouTube channel member, all you got to do is click join. Uh, so you guys left a bunch of great questions. Larson, what's the first one? Uh, let's do this first one here from the uh, reigning, defending, undisputed big blue champion, John Hosey. John asked, John, John. It seems that post-WrestleMania proved that WB was right. And having Cody lose and Roman retain, do you think they could be trusted more with risky decisions or is there still too much scar tissue from the past? So let's separate the two questions. I know still to this day, there's a lot of discussion whether Cody losing was the right call or not. Yeah. So address that aspect first. Yeah. And then, second aspect of this question, do you think uh, WWE could be trusted? Have they earned more of the benefit of the doubt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two different questions, absolutely. Yes, so proceed, Steve. I'll, yeah, you, you go ahead and go first here. I've seen I've seen I've seen the sentiment online, uh, especially nowadays on Twitter. When you go to the for you tab, I swear it's it just gives you it loads up takes that like I just don't agree with. And that's what they do. They just, Have you, you know. noticed that it's, it comes in waves? Because I noticed that like the for you tab didn't bother me for a while yeah. until the Kings played the Warriors in the NBA playoffs. Oh, interesting. And then it was just all these horrible takes. And that subsided something. I think the mania happened. Uh, or the inverse, whatever, and it's it, it comes and goes. It seemed like there's long stretches where it's like, gosh, why am I even on this app anymore? I'll be honest with you, and for me, 
For me, it's uh, I'll stay off the for you tab. And then if I'm if like my mental health is feeling good, I'm like not stressed out or anything. I'm like, okay, let's see what people are saying. And and on top of that, just to drive conversation on on our show. Definitely. Like the for you tab is a great place because it's like the highly engaging Twitter takes that usually are highly engaging because they're somewhat controversial. I've seen multiples say I think one said something like the mental gymnastics people go through in order to justify Cody losing at WrestleMania. The fact that people still think this wasn't the biggest flop in 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 booking hist in recent booking history. Man, I I say one thing. Look at the results. Look at where we're at now. The Roman Reigns, from strictly, how about this, from a business perspective, the Roman Reigns thousand day celebration, one of the highest rated segments in recent history on SmackDown. The Bloodline storyline, still really good. I've seen the funny memes out there where like they do the aged face on Roman Reigns in 2040 when he's still fighting the blood. And those are funny and all. But the story's still good. Wouldn't work without the title. That's the truth. They could have told a million other stories without the title, but they didn't. They're telling this one, and this story needs the title. It works from a business standpoint. Cody's never been more popular. People seemingly shouting that whoa in his theme song get louder and louder. So he hasn't suffered at all. And if he has to go through the adversity of a Brock Lesnar, of a Judgment Day, this, that, the other, in order to get back to Roman Reigns, if that's his story, so be it. But he hasn't lost popularity. I think that in the, yeah, man, I'm I'm about it. I think they did the right thing here. I don't think it was a mistake. I think it works. I agree with that. I mean, I was the one before WrestleMania saying Cody needed more adversity. So, of course, I'm, I agree with you a thousand percent. But for the sake of discussion, I will try to conjure up some uh, well-reasoned uh, take to counter yours and that Roman should have lost, Cody should have won. Narratively, at the time, not looking at, at, at what we've seen since WrestleMania, in the build-up to WrestleMania, it made all the sense for Cody to win. For the first time, really, there was a unified... A group that could, for the most part, counter what the bloodline brought to the table. You had Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, uh, to 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 counter the Usos. Cody, obviously, to counter Roman. The only thing Cody didn't account for was Solo, and that cost him the match, obviously. But if Cody could somehow overcome that, Cody wins at Mania. Uh, 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 and then his adversity really kicks in. What's his first feud? Brock. Brock can challenge for the title now. He couldn't as long as Roman was champion. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We still know exactly why Brock attacked Cody. No. Those are some nebulous reasons that haven't been really uh, 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 well articulated by any party involved in this feud or anybody in WWE for that matter. Um, and you're right. The story they're telling now with Roman requires him to be champion. Mm-hmm. If he had lost, they would have told one of the other stories, many of the other stories they could with Roman not being champion. Which might have been bloodline great. Fall. Which probably would have been great, given ha- what we've seen so far. And and if it's a situation where Roman lost, you know, he took that month off or so after WrestleMania was off TV. If he had lost and disappeared, and you have the Usos and you have Solo being all, what do we do now? Yeah, just aimless. Yeah, floating. Yeah, in the ether that is WWE, trying to find their way and try to uh, uh, rebuild from the pieces that Roman's defeat has left behind. And then he comes back and he tries to reassert control of the bloodline when they're like at this point, maybe a month in, they're like, all right, we found our footing. 
you're not champion. Do we re- even really need you? Mm-hmm, yeah. There's countless interesting stories they could tell with Roman after he lost the title. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, I agree with you. They made the right call. But your argument's a good counter. It's look, look. There, here's the thing. Unfortunately, we do not have access to the device that they had in uh, across the universe, the Spider Verse. Right? We don't have yeah. access to the little yeah. gauntlet that that they use, so we can't tell what business and what the stories would have been like. I look at our reality, such as it is, and I see success. I thought the exact same thing you did heading into WrestleMania. Uh, Cody had it locked up. He had the algorithm. He knew how to beat Roman Reigns. I love the fact in retrospect and Cody, number one guy right here. I love in retrospect, we got to see him lose because nobody expected it. And, uh, and, 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 and here we are and things are pretty damn compelling still. So, uh, so I'm, I'm cool with it. I have no idea what the counter would be, but to claim this is the biggest fumble when there's all sorts of success directly stemming from it. Is yeah. rid- that's the biggest fumble take that I've seen yeah. because it's pretty damn good. Could it have been better? Maybe. Would it have been worse? I don't know. There's no way to tell, but it's pretty damn good now. You can't argue that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Second aspect of this question. Does WWE, without a shadow of a doubt, earn the benefit of the doubt? Or is there, is there still a bit of hesitancy when it comes to accepting uh, uh, or, 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 or trusting them when it comes to their creative plans? So, uh, the Raw After Mania definitely injected another shot of, oh, this isn't going to be good. However, things are fluid. Oh, man. Since then, since then, there has seemed, look, I've been, again, I go back to what am I looking at? What What's the product? Is it good? Is it crap? What? And I'm not going to say it's stellar. You know, we're still figuring out who the hell is going to challenge the dominant Rhea Ripley for her title when seemingly there's nobody available on Raw. Um, there are things that aren't terribly great. That being said, for the past couple of weeks, since seemingly the creative structure within WWE has settled down into Vince is in his high castle, uh, shifting matches around, things here and there, Triple H is the man on the ground putting it all together in the first place and putting together these wildly successful premium live events. The pay-per-views are off the charts good these days. They seem to have found the algorithm. Now, would I give the entirety of the benefit of the doubt to them? Maybe not. Would I give them the benefit of the doubt to a degree that I feel much more comfortable doing now than I did six, uh, eight months ago? Yeah. Absolutely. Back at dude, it was it it's it's such a reversal. If you go back and listen to our show pre-Triple H, pre-SummerSlam of last year, and we talk about, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Dominic Mysterio went to NXT and became a bad guy? Don't think they're gonna do it because they don't do cool stuff because time and time again, you and I would say they don't have the benefit of the doubt. Nowadays, let's take Judgment Day, for example. Where are they headed with this Finn, uh, uh, Damian Priest stuff? How does uh, Jordan Devlin fit into the situation? J.D. McDonough fit into the situation? I don't know, but I'm intrigued, and I kind of assume they're going to do a good job with it. I I really do. So, yeah, to a large degree, they've earned the benefit of the doubt back. Is it like, oh, man, I know that it's going to kill it every single week like they do on, on Succession or whatever? Maybe not, but a large degree, yeah, it is. 
Um, as long as Vince is there in some capacity, I can't give them the benefit of doubt across the board. Cannot. But even, more so even, than prior to SummerSlam? Oh, obviously, because that, when Vince was control, there was like zero benefit of the doubt when right. it comes to creative stuff. Now I can't give him f- the full benefit of the doubt because Vince is still there. You never know. At one point, he might decide, all right, I'm, 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 I'm bored. I want to have a, a heavier hand in creative matters. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, creative under Triple H is a vast improvement. Perfect. Far from it. Um, but uh, across the board, things make more sense. He's getting more people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the booking of the women's divisions is still really uneven. Mm-hmm. Um, some weeks it's, it, they seem like they're going places, and some weeks the division is barely featured. Um, you know, I like to see uh, that become more consistent in, in, in more women's matches and more women's storylines, especially outside the title scene. Um, but yeah, pretty much as long as Vince is there, you can't really say yes. I trust them completely, and and and. Uh, you know, I, whatever they decide is probably going to be good because you never know when he might be like, ah, oh, God damn it, pal. Yeah, yeah. The looming Gets his red yeah. pen out and starts doing more edits on the script. You never he's know. A, yeah, he's a looming dark cloud. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, week to week right now. Yeah, in a micro sense. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I think this is going to be pretty good. But uh, but yeah, you're right. Like big picture, long term, Vince there at the at, at the head of the ship doesn't bode well. No, you can't give the company your full confidence as long as Vince is there. Right, exactly. Just can't. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, next question here from the Blind Mask: Who do you see as the winners and show stealers of this year's Money in the Bank ladder matches? 
Right. So let's take a look at the men's first. The field as it stands, L.A. Knight, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Damian Priest. And I think I'm missing one person. Because is there six now or is there five? Six. Yeah, there's six in the men's. So okay. it's Ricochet, Nakamura, L.A. Knight, uh, Escobar, Butch. Butch. Butch, Pete, Pete Dunn. Dunn. Pete Dunn, that's right. So that's the six that we have. Yes. Bronson Reed. So Bronson Reed is either going to get in the match somehow or he's going to get involved in this match. So that sort of takes out Ricochet and Nakamura. Um, I mean, just as part of the spirit of this question, because like, what is it? Uh, who's going to win and who's yeah, going to steal the show? All right. Well, let's power rank who we think is going to win uh, the two Money in the Bank matches here. All right. Let's let's start. Uh, you want to start with the men's one since we already discussed the participants in said match? Yeah. So I've got my power rank will be Damian Priest number one. Uh huh. L.A. Knight number two. Yeah. Uh, I probably put Shinsuke at number three. All right. Because he's the most prominent of the Ricochet Shinsuke yeah. Bronson Reed thing. Yeah. I'd actually put Bronson Reed at number four, even though he's not even in the thing right now. <laughs> All right. I'd put him above Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet's my last. Yeah. And but he's the one that's going to have some crazy spot that's going to steal the, the match. Which is going to be great. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then in between those guys, I'll put uh, I'll put Santos first and then Butch after that. All right. So, yeah, it goes pre Priest, L.A. Knight, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bronson Reed, uh, Santos Escobar, Butch, and then uh, Ricochet. That's All my right. power rank right now. If we're including people that we think might get added to the match, um, I will do Priest and then Knight, one, two, but that's pretty close. Okay, so sure. It's a tight race between one and two. A bit of a gap. And then Logan Paul. Oh, he's sure. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be on Raw next Monday in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. I would not be surprised if somehow he's added to the match and we have a repeat of what we saw with Austin Theory added to the match late, ends up winning the thing. Okay. Uh, Bronson Reed, yes, I agree there. Five, I got Santos. Mm -hmm. Six, I'll go with Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Santos above Nakamura because yeah. of the Bronson Reed thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, seven would be Pete Dunn. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, eight ricochet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of on par. Um, so, yeah, uh, the women's field right now. What is that at right now? Uh, we got Zelina. Yeah. We got Becky Lynch. Okay. Zoe Stark. Uh huh. Bailey. Okay. Eo Sky. And okay. then uh, one, one entrant remains to be decided. Okay. So uh, for that one, here we go. Um, I've got. Uh, EO Sky's oh boy. Yeah, I'm gonna say EO's my number one. I'm gonna say EO's my number one. Uh, you know, to give Bailey a kick in the pants, I'd say it's EO, then Bailey, then Becky, then Zelina, then Zoe. So I got the same as you, except I got a TBD between Becky and Zelina. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Right. EO, yeah. Bailey, Becky, uh, TBD, yeah, Zelina, and then Zoe Stark. As far as who's going to be the show stealer of the match, it's either going to be EO if she doesn't win it. Oh, yeah. She'll do a moonsault hey, off the ladder or something like that. She might do both. She might win it and do the yeah, crazy no. spot. Yeah. Zoe Stark, though, uh, could do some crazy spot 
yeah. and and be you know the talk of the match afterwards. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, for sure. For there sure. You go. Did it. Look at that. Did We're it. in agreement. Look at that. Uh, Odd breakfast asks power rank mm-hmm. the four new men's and women's titles so we're talking world heavyweight championship women's world championship the WWE undisputed men's champion and the undisputed women's champion okay so it's gonna be for me it's gonna be the women's first because the white stripe is better than the black stripe strap yeah the white brings out the gold better and it makes the back plate look less mustardy on the on the undisputed title. Uh-huh. I'll go women's undisputed, women's world, men's undisputed, men's world. Yeah. Look at that. Agreement again. <laughs> look at us. Who'd have thought? Look at us. Who'd have thought? <laughs> wow, what what great discussion here. We're in complete agreement on everything. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing. It's it's two of the same damn titles. So then you just gotta decide what do you like? The black strap? Or the white strap. And I know. the I white know. strap, you can see all the intricate details of like all the little things and stuff they Agreed. got going on. Agreed. And Agreed. it brings out the gold. It's really pretty. It's good stuff. Yeah. It is. It is good stuff. And yeah. I, I feel like the the white belt, you know, it, cap, it draws your eye. Yeah, for sure. More than, than the black one. Um, no, I can't disagree with any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Women's they could have done a better job across the board on all of them. There's, yeah. man, there is this, uh, there is this uh, a tweet that I saw. Where mm-hmm. somebody had posted like a, a shot of uh, of uh, a new undisputed title for like the men that is just it's absolutely beautiful. It's so here. I'll send this to you really quick. All right. Um, uh, through text, and then I'll put it up on the screen. But it is it is absolutely beautiful. I just texted it to you, and it's really not that much of a difference. And it's like, oh man, we could have had this instead. And it is a it is a better oh here we go here I'm oh, gonna yeah, put, look at that I'm gonna put it up here on the uh, on the actual broadcast. Oh, I here. like the the design in the background. This is from nice. Patrick the Heel on Twitter posted this, but and I have it up on the screen right here. Man, oh man, that one on yeah, the right that is beautiful. Isn't that great? It's almost like more of a rose gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and it and matches it, the gold like the gold that's on there more. Yeah. yeah, and you got the brushed metal for the, the brushed WWE metal logo. W is great, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I that know, kind of is. filigree pattern on the on the back plate. Mm-hmm, yeah, on the main plate that looks really nice. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, um, so they could have done a better job, but uh, I think they still all look pretty sharp. They did a good job with it. So, uh, so yeah, kudos to WWE. I mean, we could have had a disaster. We could have had like remember how like I'm used to it now, but the Intercontinental Championship when they redesigned that, it's like this yeah. doesn't even look like. Like at least do something in the spirit of the old Intercontinental Championship, I know, and they just completely went away from it. No, it was it was like some sort of Art Deco infused inspired type thing. That, like it, it, like I understand a degree of synergy. Like you know, obviously with the main men's and women's titles on each show, there's they you know they're they're basically apart from the color of the belt, they're the same design. Yeah, right. Um, and it, like how NXT used to have it pre 2.0. Mm-hmm. Where the belts were different, but they all came from the same source of inspiration. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, they are all individual and unique, but they all were thematically tied, you know, based on various design elements and motifs. And that's right. like the approach that I was like, "Oh wow, that's really cool." You can mm-hmm. tell they're they're all kind of this metal industrial uh, kind of vibe going on there, but they 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 each have their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. And, but when you get 
designs that are just so far different from one another and there's no cohesion it just kind of feels like a mishmash of stuff yeah yeah exactly so i wonder yeah. maybe because it's not like the u.s title is 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 super in line with what they're doing with the world heavyweight champion yeah, the, right, the, yeah. the top belts on on for the men and women on, on raw and smackdown um and the new and the the intercontinental title that gunther has definitely isn't Mm-mm. No. So, I mean, the U.S. title is more in line, maybe, in, to a degree. It's bulbous, like the world heavyweight champion and, bulbous, and the yeah. women's world champion on uh, championship title it's on Raw. Thick, yeah. But it, the if they're going to do something different with the Intercontinental title, obvious it seems like they they will probably at some juncture address the tag title situation. I think the tag titles are probably the last thing they're going to do, and they're probably honestly still trying to figure out what they're going to do with the tag mm-hmm. titles. And I I doubt they know yet. You know, I mean, it seems like this shit just sort of happens like that, and then they just yeah. got to run with it for yeah. however long. All right, man, what's the next question? Uh, I got a question here from Mondo. Mondo asks, if Damian Priest wins Money the Bank, would it be more interesting for Finn to win the World Heavyweight Championship so the Judgment Day has both title and briefcase, which could create tension within the group, or for Finn to lose against Seth but beat him down with a weapon after the match to allow Priest to cash in with ease? More interesting, the more intrigue is both the briefcase and the title go to Judgment Day. Now, I think that's probably the least likely to happen, but it is the most interesting because, yeah, you've got that dynamic. Priest has given Finn his word that he would never cash in on him if he becomes champion. I mean, there's I, I think there's probably maybe just as much intrigue if Damian Priest cashes in on Seth Rollins after Finn beats him down and Finn doesn't even try to soften him up. You mentioned this uh, uh, possibility on the show uh, yesterday. You know, Finn does his damnedest, really takes Seth where? To the limit. To the limit. Right. And uh, and it's because of that Damian's able to cash in and successfully get it. So the entire time Damian has that title in Judgment Day, Finn is looking at him like, you wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for me. And now you're telling me things like stay backstage. Don't come to the ring with me. When am I going to get my opportunity at that title? Because now I really want it because I could taste it for a moment there. Uh, I think there's a lot of intrigue either way, but I really hope they do do something really special at Money in the Bank for that. Yeah, same, same. I mean, I guess the most boring result was Seth retains uh, while Damien has the briefcase and he, go, he just teases Oh. I'm going to cash in mm-hmm. and it just, and then doesn't do it. Night yeah. up, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, that would be the less, the, the, the situation with the less entry. Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess since you went with the, uh, the, the title and briefcase in judgment day, I'll go the opposite. Um, if, if, as you mentioned, if Finn loses just barely priest cashes in, uh, with Seth Rollins after having wrestled a 22-minute match against Finn Balor. Uh, cashes in, hits a, a, a razor's edge on him, wins the title, and Finn's just in the corner looking at him. <laughs> that is kind of better, isn't it? <laughs> that is Thinking, that should be mine. Better. I yeah, was this right. close to having that. Yeah. This close. Yeah. And we don't know how J.D. McDonough is going to play in all this either. True. Yeah. Is Finn going to bypass Judgment Day and just enlist J.D. to help him potentially win this match? How's Judgment Day going to feel about that? Are they going to feel like that's a slap in the face? Because mm-hmm. Finn, this this is our group, mm-hmm. and yet you're bringing in this guy, yeah, to help you. Why not us? Yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot of 
I just don't want Judgment Day to break up. That's the only thing I don't want. Yeah, I know. They need a. They this needs to end with them being stronger, going to get some grimace milkshakes from McDonald's. Exactly. Maybe pitching to McDonald's the Judgment Day uh, 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 meal with right. the purple bun. Yeah. Uh, Big Mac. Yeah, I love it. It's a great idea. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, next up from Deep Voice Dude. He says, is AEW Collision CM Punk's last chance? We've got the second coming. They should call it second chance. <laughs> or is he popular enough that he can cause more drama and still be welcome back in AEW, maybe WWE? Larson? This dude's been causing drama on Instagram time and time again. Yep. There's and of course there was brawl out. There was uh, you know, oh, he's not gonna show up because a steel wasn't gonna get hired. And it's they, always something with that dude, huh? And they still welcome him back. I think this guy can cause drama. The thing that really is gonna matter, and do you agree or disagree, is he gonna be a draw? If he if he's good for business, they'll keep bringing him back. If he's if he's just a, a, a sack of potatoes, they're not going to deal with this shit. Agree or disagree? To a degree, I agree. Here's the thing, though. Apparently, there has been some rumors or reports that Phil had to sign a bunch of stuff before he can come back. Right. Yeah. Non disparagement stuff. Uh, you know, amongst those legal papers, if there's something in there that states can't badmouth the company publicly like you did at Brawl Out. Yeah. Uh, you can't no-show things, things of that nature. And he runs afoul of those legal agreements. Mm-hmm. I would guess his time in AEW is probably done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. imagine I imagine AEW had CM Punk sign those those documents to safeguard themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So absolutely. if if he did something that caused embarrassment to the company yet again, they could release him without being responsible for uh, paying him, you know, any portion of his contract. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you know, the downside of that is he would be a free agent immediately, and he could, in theory, go to WB. Although, if he's already uh, 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 screwed up twice in AEW, I don't know. And 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 you know, uh, historically, he has not been on good terms with Triple H. Yeah. I don't know how eager Paul or Vince would be to pick up the phone and call Phil and say, "Come on back." I don't know how 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 interested necessarily CM Punk would be at that juncture. We don't know. Um, that would be the thing more than, you know, like little drama backstage. No, that's not going to be the issue. It's going to be something. If it's, if he's going to be out of AEW, it's going to be something major. It could be some blow up at a press conference, even if he even does those or, he sh- or he shoots on someone again on uh, well, during a promo or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something, yeah. Something big to embarrass. You know, if, if, 
over the next three years, he is like an anchor on AEW's ratings. Yeah. Not anchor as in like holding it down, but bringing them down. Oh, yeah. yeah um, right, exactly. Yeah. Then, then like, okay. What, what if, if, if Tony Khan's not getting the return on his investment, if he's not the plus Delta for AEW at this juncture, mm-hmm. I'm not, they won't release him. He'll, 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 he'll be there for the duration of his contract and they just may not re-sign him. He'll be what? 50 years old by the time that contract's up. But one wayward fart and he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another brawl yeah. out, you're done, son. Yep, exactly. If you don't bring in the ratings. I think that it all it's all based on business. If he's there and if he's bringing in the ratings uh and and the t- and he's selling the tickets, then uh then I think he'll his position is secure there. Uh I, I guess I guess it depends on the nature of if if another blow up happens. I guess, I guess it depends like if if he has if he signs something legally saying you won't embarrass the the, this company publicly ever again. Yeah, there can't be another brawl out. Yeah, and another brawl out happens. He's done. I don't care what the ratings are. I don't He's know, gone. man. If there if there's another brawl out, but the ratings like are over a million every single week. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I was I was shocked they brought him back in the first place. I'm not going to be shocked again. Uh, Adam Fella says you've expressed AEW creative took a dive after Cody left. This might be uh, uh, pointed at me. If Tony stays booking Dynamite alone, who would you put in charge of creative for Collision? So let's say Tony Khan was like, all these marks are right. I can't do it by myself. Uh, I need I need a, a Cody-esque uh, savant there booking Collision. Uh, who would it be? I mean, we heard that Brian Danielson's already starting to get more heavily involved in the creative of AEW. Um so I guess if you're just want, looking for someone kind of in-house already to hand the book off to for Collision, I'd say him. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think he's on good terms with Phil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as someone from outside, if they can bring Scott Demore over. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be a huge goo. To uh, book coup, col- yeah. co- uh, uh, Collision. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, I know Freddie Prince Jr. is trying to start up his own wrestling thing. If you can convince him, don't do that. Come work for us. Have yeah. him book Collision. Jimmy Jacobs. He was sort of the guy behind a lot of the more popular stuff in WWE mm-hmm. during his time there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Scott, like Scott, I have no idea because Scott, it would not shock me if Scott Demore had like some sort of like maybe ownership incentive. I don't know in, yeah. uh, in access or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because, but I, so I don't know how firmly entrenched he is with impact. But if the guy wanted, uh, if Tony Khan wanted like somebody who really knew how to take a roster and make the most of it, Scott Demore is your guy. I mean, that mm-hmm. is totally, that is totally, that'd be perfect. I'd love to see that shit. Um, you could also, you, sh- you could also go with CM Punk himself. Say, Punk, book all of Collision. It's all yours. Whatever you want to do with it, go ahead. Why Give him 14 weeks to, to see how it goes. Right, exactly. You to write 14 yeah. weeks of television. Yeah. Bring Kevin Nash back. Not back. He was at WCW. Bring him in back as booker of a wrestling company because he booked WCW first. He did. Yeah. He did. That's a good idea. Flair. You can get Flair to book it. Why not Eric Bischoff at this juncture? (laughs) I don't think he'd be calling Eric Bischoff anytime soon. Man, has anybody milked more out of 83 weeks than Eric Bischoff? I don't know. Probably not. Anybody milked more out of one decent idea than more than Eric Bischoff? (laughs) Uh, ES2 Tesquilo says, uh, since you guys came from film school, do you think wrestling would benefit from different camera angles 
like the awesome top-down sequence from John Wick 4. I, I haven't seen John Wick 4, but I, I can imagine what you're saying. Yeah. Or moving action shots like a Michael Bay film. Everything is just swooping, swooping oh, yeah. across. Get like a Brian De Palma thing where each right. every match is like one shot. I mean, didn't Lucha Underground do like crane shots? Yeah. And WWE had like drone shots or cranes for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they've yeah. used cranes extensively in at points. You know, yeah. I I think yeah. the language of how to tell a story in pro wrestling visually is pretty well established. Mm-hmm. Not to say you can't defy conventions and tropes, but that's the one aspect of the presentation I don't really take issue with. It's yeah, sure. everything else. I yeah, feel right. like the, the the standard conventions of interviews and promos, the use of unmotivated cameras backstage, that could use a fresh coat of paint. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, we saw Impact for a stretch do the fly-on-the-wall stuff, and I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, right. Um, you know, uh, Lucha Underground, where they would – they wouldn't just do backstage promos. They do little short films mm-hmm. to enhance the story being told in the backstories of their characters. Yeah, right. Yeah. And now I don't know. I don't know if a weekly television show could necessarily invest that much time and money and effort to doing that because, you know, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucha Underground had about 30 episode season. So that's you get half the year to pre-film a bunch of stuff. But you could just change up the visual presentation of how you tell stories outside of the ring, mm-hmm. whether that's the impact approach, whether that's something a bit more cinematic. Uh, I don't know, but I'd love to see somebody try to do that on a weekly television show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, you know, that period of TNA where they were doing sort of fly on the wall backstage segments. I think, I think there's a lot of stuff. So like if you were to, if you were to milk this perfectly, it'd be like fly on the wall stuff. It'd be post-match press conference type stuff, you know, yep. like they do in New Japan. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, like, just sort of steal from all the good stuff, even some cinematic stuff, like you said, with Lucha Underground or Impact Wrestling. I think Impact Wrestling sometimes does some inter- interesting cinematic mm. stuff, like, for mm-hmm. example, Ethan Page versus Karate Man. Um, so I think, like, if you steal from all – and I think there is there is room for your standard WWE backstage interview as well. I can't stand – when they have the unmotivated camera in a locker room where there's supposed to be a private conversation and the guy's just there with a the camera yeah, listening know. in on a conversation. I think it's silly. Um, yeah, I think so too. So that's so the one thing I would totally eliminate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Craig Hadley asks here, will we see the return of Matt chat with friendos this year? It was so fun to see you interact with other great people in the community like Sean Ross Sapp and queen of the ring. Uh, I don't know. Like, so, like, there has besides this one question here, there hasn't really been like a lot of people saying, "Oh, you guys really need to do this." I mean, would it be cool? Sure, but yeah. time moves fast. It really does. It, it really feels does. like it was the beginning of the year, like a month ago, and it's already halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we do. We are looking at changing up some things. But within our little, you know, YouTube empire, including the Friendo Club Wrestling channel, primarily, we're mm-hmm. going to get a little bit more ambitious with that, with some in-person stuff. Um, but I think like we've got a decent schedule. We need to get back on track with some retro reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but you know, I don't know. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, though, if we're talking about Matt Chat as a whole. I know there is a spell where we had guests on, and those. Well, that's a lot what of fun. this question. is Yeah, I know, I know. About. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of expand the conversation okay. a bit. Um, there was a stretch in the history of Match Chat, a relatively small stretch of time where we had guests on, and those were always lots of fun. And it was, it was, it was, it was great 
be able to introduce some some uh, uh, other people in the wrestling YouTube or internet sphere that maybe our audience might not have been that familiar with. And that sure, was great. Yeah. As a whole, though, my favorite part of Matt Chat was getting to know friendos who were asking the questions. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, we did Matt Chat on and off for, I don't know what, five years or something like that. Mm-hmm, did yeah. a bunch of episodes. It really gave us an opportunity to get to know people in our community. That's the aspect of it that I really, really miss. It's how we got to know the enforcer. The yeah. Very first thing. And that was, uh, yeah, it was like a life changing yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, do you have interest? We haven't really talked about this in private. Would you have interest in bringing that back? Because it was really cool. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, especially now that we do have a weekly, we're shooting it now, mm-hmm. QA video. Yeah. If it so, somehow we can incorporate both text questions and video questions into it, it would make sense. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So something to consider if, if from a production standpoint, we could work it out so it's more efficient than how we used to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's something to consider for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. There yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, we can uh, lightning round some more questions. Uh, Bucket Dipper says, currently sick with COVID for the first time, so I'm recovering. What are your some of your favorites so bad it's good moments, matches, and wrestling's cheers, friendos? Well, speedy recovery from the COVID there, yeah. uh, Bucket Dipper. Absolutely. Um so bad it's good man that's a tough one because there's stuff that's so bad it's hilarious like i was surprised the response i got when i posted up that tweet because uh, i think tom campbell over cultaholic they had a video the best smackdown ending ever oh yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. i countered with daniel bryan with the two eric rowans so good it was hilarious it was so funny it was so bad i'm not gonna say it's good but it was definitely hilarious <laughs> um so there was that. Uh, I don't like. I guess. I guess if you want to go with, on that thread, so bad that it's funny to watch stuff like you know Goldberg smashing Sid's car. That's in WCW. what I was going to say. Love it. Uh, I mean the de- the Deadlock guys always have a bunch of great clips between all of their different yeah. Twitter accounts. Uh, like Tony oh. Pizza guy, he's got a bunch of great clips on his Here's Twitter one. accounts. It's yeah. the Hunter Jeff Jarrett bit from Impact. Okay, yeah, I got it. You watch the whole unedited thing, and it's it. It gets by on the charm and personality of the performers. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. The concept is ludicrous. Yeah. Like, this shouldn't work. Mm-hmm. But you got Jeff Jarrett and they're screaming, a hundred Jeff Jarretts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. And you watch the super cut of it without context. It's funny, too. I do think that it would be a lot of fun. Like, if you and I had all the money in the world, but we still had the itch to do this, like, once a week, mm-hmm. I would I would not be opposed to being like, hey, we should just do, like, Let's just watch every episode of TNA. I know. <laughs> just this is the only thing we do. Just yeah. once a week, we do that. Start with um, episode one or the first pay per view they did. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They had like weekly pay per views. Is how they started, right? That's how they say it was ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like pricey. Uh, Metal Pulse here asks: When Miro comes back, do you think he'll have the same character, or will they try to reset a reset of some sort or a whole new character? So I just saw something within the last couple of days about Miro, and they were referring to him as God's favorite champion. So I'm guessing. Oh, okay. We're gonna get the Redeemer, which is great because I feel like there was a lot more they could have done with that character they didn't do. You know, they should do. Huh? God's championship. Have Miro come in with a championship, and just nobody ever beats him for it. No, no, no. He takes one of the titles that's already there and and redubs it. Because it's going to feel like an FTW thing. Like, well, it's just Miro's belt. Yeah, I know. But, like, I'm just thinking what's more realistic? He beats Orange Cassidy or he beats Wardlow? No one's beating Orange Cassidy. They're not going to do that. So he just has his own title. Uh, He he could beat Wardlow. Beat Wardlow. 
TNT title. That's yeah. his belt. That's the you know that's the one that he no, I he had I wanted. Think it'd be awesome. I don't think they're gonna do it. They should. They uh, like David, fidgety promos. You don't. Uh, David Batushek here says, "Do you think the current LWO will have a longer lifespan than the original incarnation?" The original one was not around very long. Nope, it was not. Uh, so yeah, I I do absolutely. Let me yeah, see absolutely. here. LWO. I'm gonna see when the original. How long the original iteration? It was a matter of months. Yeah, it was not long at all. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see history. Here we go. It was formed in late 1998. Uh, and then it was done by, uh, where was this? Oh, it doesn't say, but I want to say it was, yeah, it was, oh, here we go. A car accident suffered by Eddie Guerrero on January 1st, 1999. So did it start like September of 98 or October of 98? Uh, it says, okay, here we go. October 5th. You're close. October 5th. The LWO was formed. So two months, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're past that now. I think we're double that now. Because <laughs> it started, they, 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 they did it before WrestleMania, right? Was it before WrestleMania? Was it before WrestleMania? Or maybe was it right after? I think it was right after. Wasn't it in advance of Backlash? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think it was in between a WrestleMania and Backlash. Yeah. 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 So, so it's like, getting close. It's getting, getting close to being there. It's getting yeah. close. So that, yes, without doubt, yes. Yeah. Uh, Zyshawn Moore asks, with the end of the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships, which title do you believe had the better lineage? Oh, geez. So, Bailey had a hell of a run with the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. Charlotte and Sasha had a really good series for the Raw Women's title. Yeah. Becky had the Raw Women's title for about a, more than a year. The Raw. They both main event at WrestleMania, right? Wasn't it for all the belts, that one? It was, yeah. But then Sasha Bianca was for the SmackDown. Yeah. Maybe it's a wash. Well, the Raw one came before. The Raw one is the one that Charlotte got after winning the Divas yeah. title. Yeah. Uh, top of my head, I'd say Raw. I feel like it was sort of the more relevant brand during most of the, the time there. Yeah. So I'd say probably the Raw one. Yeah, I'd say probably the Raw too. Uh, Mean Durfee asks early Rumble and Chamber predictions. Who do you got winning the Rumble next year? Oh. Cody and who? Cody, yeah. Cody from the one spot, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. Adversity. Or two, one or yeah. two from the adversity spot. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, let and me then, let me tell you, the number one and two spot should both be in the number one spot. They should not yeah, refer to it as number two. Yeah, no, they shouldn't. Okay, because the, the the match doesn't start until they both get in the ring. Yeah, right. Yeah. Women's Rumble, who wins? Uh, Bianca? Yeah, that's probably the early. If it was Vegas, that's your early odds favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca. Yeah. It's hard to pick uh, uh, chamber winners because we don't know what the matches would be for. Like last year was one of them for the U.S. title. Um, Yeah, I know. Yeah, it could be for the tag titles. could be anything. So we don't know. It's hard to make picks when we don't know what the the title or stipulation is going to be. Number one contendership or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. See, uh, Jay Butler wants us to power rank these four little Debbie treats. Mm, okay. Oatmeal pie. Okay. Mm, Star crunch. Okay. Swiss roll. Oof. Cosmic brownie. Okay. Well, I know cosmic brownie's last. Why is, uh, why is cosmic brownie last? Is it no good? 
I assume it's just like kind of a. It's just a brownie great. square, isn't it's it? It's a brownie square with like some sprinkle type stuff on it. Okay, okay, okay. Like I can, I have better brownies like, you know, when I make them. Yeah, no, I hear you, I hear you. Um, that doesn't bring anything new. I'm going to say, I know you're a huge fan of Star Crunch. Oh, it's the best. I'm going to do this. Uh, boy, to me, it's really difficult to choose between. I'm going to do it. Swiss cake roll, oatmeal cream pie, Star Crunch brownie. Star Crunch, Swiss roll. Too, the, the, there's too much filling in the oatmeal pie. Ooh, no, it, no, it's, it gets overwhelmed. It's I too much. It. It's so good. And then Cosmic Brownie. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hulkster69's you asks, is Money of the Bank worthless at this point? Winner is not challenging Roman, so basically winner gets secondary title shot. Well, that's if you consider the Seth title a secondary title. I mean, it kind of is, but... It is. It is, without a doubt. But... Uh, but no, it's still intrigue. I love it. I think it's great. You know, having it involved in the Judgment Day, which is top faction on Raw, mm-hmm. maybe by having, especially if they have both Briefcase and World Heavyweight Championship in, in Judgment Day, elevate Judgment Day or attempt to, to be in Raw's version of Bloodline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get right, the intrigue yeah. amongst the members. Just like Judgment Day is like a secondary version of the Bloodline, Money in the Bank is a secondary version of the Royal Rumble win. You know? Yes. So, yes. So, but no, I love it. I think it's all great. Yes. Uh, Alex Foster here asked, besides just simple presentation, what other ways can NXT gain momentum? I actually think 2.0 and black and gold have been blended really well. Yeah, I think presentation is a big part of it. But, if, you know, barring that, um, uh, yeah, I wonder why they don't bring back the takeover name. I would imagine that Triple H probably, like, that's the one hill he'll die on. Like, he'll be like, Vince, I'll do whatever you want. You can rip up all my Raw and SmackDown scripts and send them back to me. Don't you fucking touch TakeOver or I'm going to get the lockbox out. (laughs) Because that's like his calling code. That's like his. For a while, that was literally like the gold standard of of wrestling shows. I understand. Yeah. And I would understand if if NXT was going back to a purely developmental promotion where the match quality isn't going to be up consistently, at least up to that high standard, not using the takeover name. I understand that completely. I feel like we're at the point now, though, with NXT that the developmental talents, they're really good. People they brought in from NXT UK, obviously really good. We're getting to the point where maybe the current NXT uh, superstars could reach that threshold in terms of putting on the most talked about shows every year. Two things. And if that's the case, bring back the takeover name because that name carries weight. Two things. Number one, Braun Breaker is not capable of a takeover level match. That's why you move him up to main roster after he challenges Seth Rollins and loses. I would say give the brand a year. And then you'll firmly be there. If you continue over the next 12 months to sign names like Dragon Lee on par with Dragon Lee and you you fill that up, you continue to develop who you have to the best of your ability. The UK people take care of themselves because they're great. You bring back like Mako Satamora. If you follow that plan for a year and the second thing, stop competing with AEW using NXT. You can't build your own buzz by going literally head to head. Earlier in the day, prior the day prior, maybe, right? Sure. 
but yeah. do not put it on at the same time as AEW. AEW pay-per-views, generally speaking, are pretty good. They will get, even, even in a mediocre one like this last one, they will get the lion's share of the buzz for good or bad. If it's bad, oh my God, it was bad. If it's good, wow, it's back. Yeah. No matter what, AEW is going to get the buzz between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, that's going to happen. Yeah. Do not program that shit against AEW in a petty, useless, futile attempt to take away from AEW because it ain't going to work. No. You want to spotlight these people? You think anybody's going to care about Carmelo Hayes if like you're not spotlighting him properly on your premium live events because you decide to put it up against AEW directly? That's stupid. So once it has its own spot and they're not going to use it as like a, a, a silly paper mache battering ram against AEW and a year has progressed where you get more good free agents, they sign Sonata away from uh, New Japan or whatever. Then, uh, then yeah, there you go. All right. If you really want to kick up the buzz for NXT, takeovers. Bring them back. Time more here asks, what do you prefer to attend live TV tapings? Will you see a mix of promos or wrestling or pay-per-views where it'll be mostly wrestling? Easy. It's pay-per-views. It's not as much downtime. True. Yeah. And these days, I'd love to go to a WWE pay-per-view these days. I mean, we have to work. Risk but, three-hour show. But they're also really good. I know. Big things happen. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Luis here says, with everyone at full force and healthy, who'd have the better forbidden door card? WB in New Japan or AEW in New Japan? Uh, they just, they, they allow the AEW wrestlers to wrestle more, like to, to do their full-on New Japan type wrestling stuff. So the matches would probably be better, but in terms of like, oh my God, the buzz and scope of it, there's no question it's WWE and New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about AEW and New Japan, too, is that there's so much crossover. There is crossover. Yeah. There's stories there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In some scenarios. Yeah. So that helps a bit. Uh, CatDad7 says, you're at the first AEW pay-per-view that has Punk and the Elite under the same roof, and they both have their own separate catering. Mm -hmm. The Elite's has Prime Rib, mm -hmm. but Punk's has Reese's Pie. You can only go to one. Where are you going? Oh, I'll go to the prime rib. You can get Reese's pie at like Rayleigh's or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'd smuggle in some uh some uh, little Debbie cakes, some Swiss cake rolls, and yeah. uh roll up in there. Get some prime rib. Who's got the elites got prime rib? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, hangman? Yeah. What's going on, oh, Chugs? Thousand percent. Yeah, give me give me the elites prime rib. I don't really like peanut butter that much. Hey, Kenny, you want to talk about video games? Huh? Weren't you the guys that did ten for the win? I yeah, that's that right, show. Kenny. But your oh, thanks, Kenny. But your commentary, your knowledge of video games, obviously, was terrible. Thanks, Kenny. You saw right through us. <laughs> Good job, cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin Bartolazzo is Damian Priest turning into the modern-day Scott Hall. He I think he wears him. his fandom of Scott Hall on his sleeve as much as one can. Yes. A little too much, right? <laughs> if he does this shit when he's walking down yeah, the Yeah, he's aisle. got the, 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 the dripping the liquid drip. on the pants. Yeah. Yeah, I think blood. Scott All would love the tribute. Absolutely. Yeah, I think and absolutely is great man. He's so cool. Uh, Andrew Connolly with tickets not selling. Is Collision dead before it even starts? No, we don't even know what Collision is going to be, other than the Phil show. Otherwise, we don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be Nitro Part Two, yeah, or is it going to be Thunder? Uh, no, it's Rampage already. 
This is Rampage. The Rampage is going to be like WCW Saturday night. Shotgun, yeah. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, we don't know what collision. What's the question? Is collision dead before it even starts? No, come on, no. No. I saw that they finally got the 800 tickets sold for the Hamilton uh, uh, collision. How's Regina selling? Still not great. Hmm, what a bummer. 1,400 maybe. Yeah. I don't think it's dead, but uh, they're going to need to really load it up in order to to make sure that it has a pulse. Yep. And they need to load up those cards for those that first run of Canadian shows so that they get a lot of walk-ups. Bret Hart. Because you don't be... Because like, that's when the Owen tournament's supposed to be happening is those yeah. run of Canadian shows. Bret Hart. Owen. 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 Bret, hey, I'm here. I'm a draw. They, maybe they got announced Brett at some of those shows or something. Yeah, I don't dude, know. absolutely. Is he? He's under a WWE deal, isn't he? I imagine he's under a Legends deal. Yes, I'm on a Legends deal. <laughs> oh, Mayor Plenty. We'll end on this one. Mayor Plenty Houston. If you live in the United Kingdom, you only go to one show. Yeah, one show. Would you go to Money in the Bank? Okay. Or All In. Money in the Bank or All In. Man, I'm sorry, dude. I'm an e-drone these days. Give me money in the bank. <laughs> dude, we might get a cash in. If Damian Priest cashes in on Seth Rollins, I want to be there for that shit, man. I don't know. We saw the greatest cash in that's ever going to happen with Seth Rollins cashing in the main event of WrestleMania. I Can't really on, do much better than that. I want to be at the second one, man. Here, this... this 70,000, 75,000 people. That sounds but, miserable, dude. I know, because <coughs> my answer is not going to be based on anything that has to do with the actual shows themselves. What's Comfort. on the card? Who's wrestling? Comfort. It's, I don't like around, being around huge crowds anymore. I can't deal with it. Mm -mm. And I don't want to sit through a five-hour show mm. amongst 75,000 people when I can mm. go enjoy a, a well-paced three-hour program yeah. at an arena, and then I'm done. Yeah, right. Go to the pub. Get some points. Exactly. Give right. me, give me, give me a few pints. Yeah, that sounds Fish like a more. Chips. Yeah, more some shepherd's pie too. Let's go race some uh, double decker buses. There we go. That sounds like a more enjoyable experience for me at this yeah. point in my life. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's hard sitting through a four or five hour AEW pay per view sitting here amongst all the people. You know, I have to spend a bunch of money on concessions, flashing lights in my face. Nightmare. Yeah, Plus, no. all in's probably way super expensive regardless where you're sitting. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Money in the Bank, smaller venue, better sight lines. Mm -hmm. What do you think front row for Money in the Bank is? Oh, it's probably, I don't know, a couple, whatever the equivalent is to a, like 2,000 American. A couple thousand pounds, pound sterling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 2,500 pounds, or is it less than that? No, Something we're, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably like 2,500 bucks. Something like that, yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's go. No. Because I'm going to pay for airfare as well. Well, right. We had to pay the airfare. And, and then we, lodging. And then lodging. That adds up. It's too much money. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks for all your questions. Of course, you guys, if you want to, if anybody out there is feeling left out, they're like, hey, Stephen Larson, I want my question read. That was Phil McDonald. That was he. He was saying he wants his question read. Not, he, I mean, that was you. Right that was you that said that. Did you hear we're going to have a new SmackDown preview? Oh, Guess gosh, who's it going to be? The latest word is there's a new celebrity impersonator on the block. Apparently, he does a killer Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. It's a new clean slate. 
chance to establish a new relationship. All right. Hopefully, Bret Hart impersonator is not 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 as kind of cringy as a bit Dick more. Slavitt. A bit more appropriate, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see. All right, we'll see. I'm guessing not, but... Well, you know, <laughs> all things. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. And, of course, clicking join to join as a YouTube channel member. That's how you get your question here on Ask Going In Raw. Ask Stephen Larson. All we're asking now is have a good day. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.